1: And welcome back to the X Zone, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time space continuum to this place that I call the X Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. The X Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. Right here on the Exome Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and iHeart Radio. If you'd like to check out the programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exome Broadcast Network, visit www.xzbn.net. Many years ago, we had a gentleman on the show. His name is Wayne Morin and... Wayne told us about the atrocities and the crimes against humanity that were happening at the Napa State uh, Hospital. We had the opportunity of having Wayne on the show a number of times. In fact, in one case, we received a call from the Minister of Justice here in Canada because they had received an official request from uh, the United States government to get copies of our tapes of Wayne's show so that they could investigate the matter. Needless to say, we immediately sent with our thanks the tapes to the uh, Department of Justice here in Canada who sent it to their counterpart in the United States. And uh, thanks to Wayne's bravery, many people, many, many, many people who had suffered the atrocities at Napa State Hospital, it was taken care of, thanks to Wayne. I received an email about a month ago from a gentleman who was referred to us by Wayne Morin, and knowing Wayne's reputation as a crusader for, for the humankind, once we heard about the story that we're going to be talking to you about tonight, ExoNation, we had to bring this young man on. His name is Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. He is an entrepreneur and activist from Johannesburg, South Africa who has dedicated over 17 years to help expose one of the most brutal persecutions and human rights atrocities in modern history. The communist regime in China has mandated forced live organ harvesting of hundreds of thousands of Falcon Gong practitioners, Tibetan Buddhists, Muslims and house Christians. Their organs are sold for very large profit. And their bodies are burned to remove the evidence. Hundreds of thousands of others have been illegally detained and sent to labor camps. Joining me now from Johannesburg in South Africa is Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. And Mitchell, welcome to the X-Zone. Hi, Rob.
2: Good to be here with you. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me.
1: Um, all right. Let's, let's get right into the meat of this entire thing, which I, I, I'm appalled that here in the year 2018... This is actually going on. So, so tell our listeners what what is first of all what is Falun Gong, also known as Falun Dafa, and what is it all about?
2: Absolutely. Well, Falun Gong, also known as Falun Dafa, is a spiritual movement very similar to Chinese qi, uh, tai chi, yoga, mm-hmm. and it became the largest spiritual movement and mind and body practice in all of communist China between 1992 and 1998, where one out of every 12 Chinese national citizens Rob, were practicing these slow-moving exercises, meditational exercises that were very good for the body. Were opening up the energy channels. It makes you feel very relaxed, very easy, breathing better. And when the energy channels are unblocked by practicing the Falun Gong exercises, the blood circulates better to the organs, and the organs become rejuvenated healthy and uh, we were seeing it become the life force of China these small slow-moving easy to learn exercises namely Falun Gong and by 1998 The Chinese government estimates were about a hundred million people were practicing this more than half of upper-class society of China All the generals the seven part the seven highest-ranking members of the communist regime and their families were practicing from the highest to the lowest classes were practicing Falun Gong by that time. And the Falun Gong practitioners at that time were becoming really healthy mm-hmm. from all walks of life. So this became a life force of China. And the and the foundation or the principles uh, or the philosophy of Falun Gong are very simple, very simple in terms of universal principles of Christianity, Judaism, Catholicism, Buddhism, which are truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance, truly a dignified and beautiful spiritual practice that reached that spread like wildfire in China and became the life force of China by
1: 1998. All right, so where does the the harvesting of organs come into play here?
2: Okay, well, to understand how organ harvesting could happen in China, um, it's very crucial, everyone uh, and Robert, to understand that there's no limit to how far the Chinese Communist Party will go To wipe out someone or something, ever since 1949, uh, from Mao Zedong, who wiped out 40 million alone out of Chinese people Mm -hmm. in his uh, reign of terror, all the way up to the persecution of Falun Gong. Um, When the persecution started in July 1999, uh, the Chinese regime called Falun Gong the biggest threat to national security since the Tiananmen Square uh, massacre 10 years prior in 1989. And today, the communist regime are more terrified than ever. Uh, there was actually an official communist party document that was released, well, it was issued um, um, and uh, retrieved that uh, stated that the comp- competition against the Falun Gong mm-hmm. is the principal means of competition for the hearts and minds of the masses, and the the former president of the communist regime, Jiang Zemin. When the persecution began, was seeking a major way to consolidate consolidate his own power, while also eliminating the largest movement of thought in recent Chinese history, namely Falun Gong. So, to achieve his goals, he knew he needed one thing more than anything: hate. He had to uh, to uh, propagate hate through a massive uh, campaign of of uh, propaganda machine, media camp- smear campaigns and spending one quarter of China's gross domestic profit for the last 18 years to eradicate Falun Gong. And um, the key to carrying out the persecution has been to instill hatred in the masses of China toward Falun Gong. And with the largest propaganda network in the world, Jiang Zemin, the former president of China, launched a campaign of villainous hate, slander, targeting the Falun Gong practitioners and the Tibetan Buddhists, the Uyghur Muslims and the House Christians, um, in order to turn public opinion against the practice and, like the Nazis, like in Nazi Germany, to carry out the final solution to send hundreds and thousands of Falun Gong practitioners and others to state mandated hospitals, ladies and gentlemen, and Rob, state mandated hospitals, over 800, cut out their organs while alive. Oh my God. They remove the organs. Yep. And uh, sell the organs as the as the healthiest organs in the world for massive amounts of profit And then burn the bodies in the boiler rooms of the state mandated hospitals to conceal the evidence So this is a new form of evil that hasn't existed on such an unprecedented scope scale and magnitude And it's so hard to believe and people say yeah Well, this has been going on in in other countries around the world and certainly has but not on the unprecedented scale, uh, scale scope and magnitude that is going on in China um, and after coming back from the press conference and the, and the, uh, the, the hearing in, uh, in, uh, in London about wow. two days ago, uh, I can share more about it with the main investigators, actually, that this is a new form of evil and will shock the world when this is exposed uh, very, very shortly.
1: You know, you were talking about it, and I automatically, I went to, in my mind, into history during World War II with the Nazi concentration camps, the burning of the corpses, and, and the unprecedented evil. And here we are, the year 2018. Haven't we learned anything by now? And how, in the name of God, can the rest of the world let China get away with this?
2: Absolutely. Well, since the persecution began, uh, following on petitioners have shown the world the truth of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and each day, the scales of public sentiment are tipping, even in favor of the compassion of a hatred. So thanks to you, Rob, and the people who are listening today, uh, even though it's hard to believe, it is truly going on. And um, the campaign continues against Falun Gong. Basically, a 2012 uh, party document, a communist party document, uncovered in several uh, geographical disparate loca- uh, locales from our investigative reporters, mm-hmm. um, uh, from the authorities, um The the documents uh, will reveal that Falun Gong are treated like rats running across the street that everyone shouts out to smash and don't leave them any space. Basically destroy them them physically, use them as raw materials, take away their children, take away their graduation certificates, uh, freeze their bank accounts. And um, basically in three months, the former president wanted to destroy them. And use them as raw material and kill them for their organs.
1: Mitchell, please, and- please stand by, my friend. You and I have to take a commercial break, but I want to thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and for telling the world about what is going on. This is another example of crimes against humanity, and uh, also to Wayne Morin for pointing you in our direction. Exo Nation, Absolutely. my guest is our Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. And I will return on the other side of this break. Check out www.fofg.org. Don't go away. Nation. I, our guest this hour is Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. The website is fofg.org, and we're talking about crimes against humanity in a proportion that has only been equaled, as far as I know, by the, by the Nazis in World War II when they deliberately went out to annihilate the Jewish people. Let me ask you this, my friend. Why hasn't, you know, if if Syria just a couple of weeks ago uses chemical weapons, 46 people are killed. The United States, Britain, and France do limited missile strikes. We have hundreds of thousands of people here and nobody's doing anything. Why?
2: Money. Too much money involved. And because the Chinese Communist Party, the official... Regime the the official reign of terror the, the, the demonic mutation that controls China for the last 50 years Has its claws in every known? Human rights body in terms of the United Nations does not speak about this many of the human rights NGOs do not speak about this the mainstream media around the world does not speak about this a lot of the multinational corporations remain silent because the Chinese Communist Party threatens their economic contracts And political pressures them into staying silent. And these people choose to stand on the wrong side of destiny, bowing to the communist regime. Even the Vatican, Rob, is complicit in aiding and abetting the communist regime of remaining silent. And the Transplantation Society and the American Organ uh, 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 Association also stay silent. However, the Doctors Against Forced Organ Harvesting, DAFOH.org, is a board of doctors that are smashing through the lies and exposing the persecution and the forced organ harvesting genocide against the Falun Gong. And as well as David Kilgore, Ethan Gutman, David Mattis, and Dr. Enver Totti, who I sat down with just two days ago in the House of Parliaments in London, Mm -hmm. who have exposed this even further and have all the evidence to back this up. And if I may, I would like to just share with you Ethan Gutman, the award-winning investigative reporter and the nominee of the Nobel Peace Prize of 2018, and his book *The Slaughter*, who, which I urge everybody to read, *The Slaughter* from Ethan Gutman. He was uh, re, he was um, uh, um, interviewed by the *The Vision Times*. Uh, he uh, was asked the question, "What was your reaction when you heard of the reports of organ harvesting?" and Ethan reported uh, responded skeptical. I'm always skeptical when I'm on the threshold of a new, of a new investigation. What changed your mind? The Kilgore Matters Report. The phone calls into Chinese hospitals by Falun Gong investigators. But there is no substitute for personally cross-examining witnesses. One of my first subjects was a peasant woman, a Falun Gong petitioner, who had done serious time in a labor camp. Along with detailed accounts of torture, she briefly mentioned a physical exam. Under intense questioning, the exam sounded like it was administered in a hospital turned upside down. The only possible medical rationale was to assess whether she could be exploited for her kidneys, her liver, her corneas, and perhaps her heart, the retail organs. Meanwhile, the woman was becoming increasingly annoyed with me. I mean, she had been tortured for God's sake. Her beliefs had been jeered and mocked, her family ruined. Why was this stupid white guy so interested in blood tests? She did not recognize the physical examination as having any importance. Of course, to me, this was investigative catnip. Sure. So when Ethan Gutman. David Kilgore and David Mattis confirmed the allegations as early as 2006 that between 60 and 100,000 Falun Gong practitioners were being persecuted, sent to labor camps, sent to re-education centers, sent to state-mandated hospitals, and their organs being extracted while alive, removed forcefully, and then sold, and the bodies burned. This caught attention to the world society, but yet the communist regime's pressure was so large... With the largest propaganda machine, the largest military, the largest economy, it was hard to get through to them. Even to this day, the United Nations turns their back. So again, I take my hat off to you, Rob, and your listeners for lending me your hearts, your ears, and your souls in this great time, in, in this darkest hour, to share more about this terrible atrocity.
1: You know, I, I, I'm sitting here and, and I'm shaking my head because once again I can't believe that Syria you know and any death is a death too much in my in my books but when we look at the political uproar that was done with the Hassad regime and that limited missile strike not once but twice once last year once this year and and yet China is 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 doing so much more to to commit crimes against humanity and nobody is doing a damn thing it 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 makes me so mad knowing that the united nations is doing nothing that the different governments of the world powers aren't doing anything and to and to know that the vatican is complicit in this what can we do where where do we take the next step well, there were four countries that have already banned
2: organ tourism from China, knowing about what has gone on in China with the Falun Gong uh, forced organ harvesting genocide. And that the first one was Israel. And Jacob Levy, the transplantation president, has uh, after knowing about his patients going to China to get these forced organ harvesting on a specific on a specified date. It's like taking a whole large group of people. Considering considering them as lobsters, just removing them out of a tank, three or four at a time, and saying, you know what, let's just cut them open, take the corneas, take the organs, take everything, and sell them. Uh, Israel has banned organ transplantation, and Taiwan followed suit. Italy and uh, Spain, but there are four countries out of all the medical associations. Um, the uh, the most important thing that we can do as as citizens and as human beings, as 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 uh, as busy as we are in our worlds, is awareness. Just to tune into you, Rob. Just to share with you uh, about this and to listen to to you. And go to the websites. Go to uh, uh, stoporganharvesting.org. Go to fofg.org. Go to d 8 Read the Kilgore Mattis report. Um, read the book uh, that Ethan Gutman's book, *The Slaughter*. Um, you know, type in forced organ harvesting in China, um, and th- this, these are the kind of things we can do uh, because it's so important to understand what is going on. Even though it is incredibly hard to believe, there was a documentary as well called *Hard to Believe*, created by two Emmy Award producers that have won over fourteen awards called Hard to Believe. Watch that uh, documentary. But I believe to fail to support the good and to fail to expose evil is unacceptable. And people like yourselves, like-hearted, like-minded, like-spirited people like yourselves that are listening to Rob, go to read the evidence. And this is the most important. Share with your congresswoman, congressmen. Share with your students if you are a professor, if you are a CEO, share the information, share the evidence, share the topic with your people because awareness and discernment is so important and that is what's going to get the... Even though we are not in China and we can't mm-hmm. uh, uh, raise up against the the, the, the government, at least as as, as as citizens of the world, we can take this into our hearts and we can share as good Samaritans would. The Truth about this and that's what's important. They will position us on the, on the right side of destiny in life.
1: Mitchell, how did you get involved?
2: I was uh, Studying at the University of Georgia in uh, Atlanta mm-hmm. uh, in, in America and I came across the Falun Gong uh, uh, Practitioners from China a gentleman who was uh, uh, Had to leave and flee Hong Kong And uh, at the time, um, because his wife was detained for three years in a labor camp. And I was so moved after practicing the Falun Gong exercises. I've been a practitioner for Falun Gong for about 17 years. And uh, I also come from South Africa. My family's, uh, I lost a lot of family members in the Holocaust. I've been an activist for human rights for many years. And it just touched me so deeply how these innocent, kind-hearted people, namely the Falun Gong practitioners, were so brutally persecuted. I have talked to survivors. And after 17 years of practicing and being on the front lines, it's just a duty. I felt in my heart, it's intuition, a sense of, 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 of I had to do something. Sure. And that's why I took it upon myself to raise awareness and uh, get involved with all my heart and my spirit.
1: What was the conclusion of the event in the United Kingdom that you attended, uh, you know, when this went before the House of Parliament?
2: Wonderful, wonderful, uh, been wonderful received uh, by the uh, by the lords, by the uh, the the ladies, the distinguished guests. We had the British, the Bishop of Jerusalem. We had many uh, NGO directors there, Mm -hmm. and uh, we had uh, uh, former CIA uh, um, operatives there, and they were very. uh, It was very well received, and. um, Hard to believe, but again, well-received. We had Ethan Gutman, Enver Totti, and David Kilgore, the former Secretary of State of the Asian Affairs of the Canadian Parliament, David Kilgore, the first man to confirm the allegations with David Mattis, an international human rights lawyer out of Winnipeg, Canada. And Ethan Gutman, the, the nominee of the 2018 uh, uh, Peace Prize for his book and his work, The Slaughter. And then Dr. Enver Totti, who was a bad witness... Chinese surgeon who did a forced organ harvesting in China on a Uyghur Muslim. So his his account was, was quite moving. And I would love to bring these gentlemen, just say the word, Rob, and I will bring these gentlemen onto your show, hopefully the next interview, as this breaks even more into the mainstream media. And, uh, and, and allow them to share with you firsthand of, of what has gone on I'll tell you uh, what their we're, accounts.
1: I'll tell you what we're going to do. Well, I have to take a news break right now. But I'm going to tell you, and I'll tell the Exxon Nation right now, that we're going to have you back on next week. And you bring on one or two guests. And let's get the word out there. Let's make a big difference would love to. All right, stand by. Exonation, our guest this hour, is Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. His website, or a website that we'd like you to check out, is fofg.org and ntransplantabuse.org. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and uh, Mitchell and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Nation, my guest this hour, is Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. Now, he's an entrepreneur and an activist from Johannesburg, South Africa. And we're talking about unbelievable. Now, I'm telling you, this is unbelievable. Where you have crimes against humanity of such a magnitude that it is only equaled to the Nazi uh, effort to eradicate the Jewish people. In World War II, we have hundreds of thousands of people just because they practice uh Gong who are being targeted by the power in China, which is a communist. They are being abused. They are being used as, you know, the, the, their organs are being harvested we're co- while alive exonation, we're not talking about people who pass on and they've left their organs to science, we're talking about people who are still alive, and their only crime is that they believe in something. They're peaceful. There's never been a notification or a notice throughout history that you know the people who practice fell, uh, fell on gung or anything but peaceful. And yet. The Communist Chinese Party is committing crimes of such a magnitude. But you know what really upsets me? No one is doing anything about it. You don't hear or read about it in any of the major media. You don't hear about it on CNN. Well, if you heard it on CNN, then they couldn't talk about President Trump all the time. You don't hear about it anywhere. You don't read about it anywhere. The United Nations will not take any action. The Vatican knows about it, and they're complicit. My guest this hour, Mitchell Nicholas Gerber, is telling the world because no one else is doing it. So here he is tonight on the X-Zone. He was sent to us by a good friend of ours, Wayne Morin Jr., another crusader. And... um, First, first of all, Mitchell, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing this horrific story with us. I know saying thank you about sharing a horrific story usually don't go hand in hand, but if it wasn't for you bringing this to the attention of of our producers and and allowing us to get the story out there, you know, we we too would just be as complicit as everyone else is.
2: Well, thank God for you, Rob, and everybody that's listening. And uh, if I may share. Um, that the, uh, the forced organ harvesting against the Falun Gong, this is a new form of evil, ladies and gentlemen. It's very hard to believe, but it is true. After going just recently, two days ago, I just got back yesterday, last night, um, and prepared for the show this, this morning mm-hmm. um, with Rob, or my, this morning, my time, and uh, your time uh, tonight, Um It's quite frankly very disturbing. After 17 years of activism and uh, being on the front lines, it's still very disturbing. And um, Ethan Gutman, one of the investigative reporters uh, who has now been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize of 2018, who wrote his book The Slaughter, which I implore and urge anybody to get their hands on. Uh, on Amazon um, or um, uh, on the net, the slaughter by Ethan Gutman, he was asked by a reporter, what do you say to those people who still doubt that organ harvesting has occurred or is it occurring or is occurring on a large scale in China, especially through the use of uh, Falun Gong petitioners? And he responded, the dogs bark, the caravan, um, caravan moves on. Look, The Slaughter, my book, has been out for a year. That's plenty of time for serious reviewers for questions to question my conclusions. Mm-hmm. I can't think of one who has. Even the South China Morning Post, which obviously had to give a critical review, given their financial relationship with the mainland, didn't dare. And I stand by every footnote, every interview. I don't begrudge anyone the right to doubt. As I say in my book, these are serious allegations, toxic allegations, but no one, no one has the right to dismiss the allegations without actually reading the corpus of work that has been published, The Slaughter, Bloody Harvest by uh, by, uh, Kilgore and Mattis, and State Organs, not to mention all the investigative reports that have been authored by the Epoch Times out of New York the World Organization to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong, and Doctors Against Force Organ Harvesting, DAFOH.org. This investigation started in 2006. Yet the volume of investigative work is only increasing. You want to comment? Hit the books. If someone is too lazy to read about the subject, or just doesn't care enough about Chinese atrocities to bother, perhaps they should keep silent.
1: Are we talking about men, women, and children, as well as uh, seniors that are being harvested, having their organs harvested?
2: Yes actually Dr Enver toti, the Chinese surgeon who bear witness who was on the panel with me in London just 2 days ago mm-hmm. he uh, gave his account that even in by the early 1995 1990s when he was in uh, um, in, in the, uh, the 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 Uyghur Muslim region of uh, Xinjiang in China where there's a region of about a population of 17 million Uyghur Muslims they used to bring their children to him because he used to work in the, uh, the the only hospital in that area. And he was the only one that could speak the local dialect. And he, he was asked about how, uh, if they could check their children for any organs that were missing. And yes, he had he did find cases of children as young as three or four years old that were missing. So this is going on as well. The, the Chinese communist regime is a reign of terror. There is a saying that many empires in history Killed in order to conquer the Chinese Communist Party the CCP the reign of terror that has controlled China to the state as well And now has made the dictator out of the president. Xi for life Conquered in order to kill they have killed more than two world wars combined of life between 60 and 80 million people wiped out destroyed 5,000 years of Chinese culture and divine traditions decimated mm-hmm. from house Christians to Uyghur Muslims to Tibetan Buddhists to now the Falun Gong practitioners, all uh, 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 tyrannically dest- uh, hurt, harmed, brutally persecuted, caused the Chinese people to completely fight against one another um, and uh, force them into fear, poverty, and brutal slavery. And uh, thank God for, I say, uh, for you and others who have been able to expose this uh, atrocity because I've reached out to so many mainstream media outlets. Granted that some CNN reporters, Washington Post reporters, New York Times, uh, uh, New York Post uh, have come to the aid of exposing this, but yet very few and far between. And the actual mainstream media that I've been trying to get on still has remained silent. But... The work is still there, and the breakthrough is imminent. Mm-hmm. And um, like I shared with you, with, with with the Kilgore and Mattis report, with Ethan Gutman's uh, The Slaughter, with Dr. Enver Totti, with Anastasia Lin, who is the beauty queen, the Miss World two thousand fifteen and sixteen World uh, Miss World uh, Canada. The uh, the evidence is, bra- is is groundbreaking. She's a Falun Gong practitioner who was denied access into China for. Uh, Competing in the Miss World 2017 and has now used her crown to go around the world through her fame To expose more of the persecution so with all these groundbreaking evidence the corpus of evidence and the investigator reports, the mainstream media cannot remain silent and uh, yes, this is man woman and child uh, organ harvesting in China
1: When did the organ? uh, harvesting start
2: Well, in May 2006, the Coalition to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong in China, Mm -hmm. um, an organization headquartered in in, in Washington, D.C., Rob, and ladies and gentlemen, they asked a former Canadian Minister of State of Asia, for for Asia and the Pacific, uh, David Keogor and David Mattis, an international human rights lawyer, um, to investigate the claims of organ harvesting of living Falun Gong. That was in 2006. The organ harvesting was going on as early as 2001. And I never even heard about this. I was practicing Falun Gong, being on the front lines to expose the brutal persecution against it Mm -hmm. and all the methods that were used to destroy Falun Gong practitioners in 2001. And I never heard about this until 2006 when the authors released their report into allegations of organ harvesting of Falun Gong practitioners in China uh, of uh, two months in the investigation of July 6, 2006, and they were able to pull together 18 significant hints and pieces of evidence that pointed toward a systematic organ harvesting, mainly of living Falun Gong practitioners. The reason being is because Falun Gong is so healthy when practiced. The organ, the, the organs become really healthy, the body becomes really special in terms of health and vitality, because the uh, the exercises. Are really really good and the moral fiber and the conduct and the peace of mind is very strong and healthy as well so um, they came to uh, to understand this and confirm the allegations and now they have about 52 pieces of evidence uh, fast-tracking up to 2017 2018 and they also released an update of their report in 2016 in the uh, in Washington um, in front of the Congress that uh more so than before the the organ harvesting uh, numbers had increased and uh, if I may the the, the 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 evidence I mean the short waiting times the business of organ harvesting the multi-million dollars of organ harvesting that, were, that is going on the organ transplant tourism how the transplants are on demand uh, this is the evidence that has been released a state crime how complicit the communist regime from all levels of government basically a 610 office, a Gestapo, Chinese Gestapo type of agency. And this is very chilling and hard to believe too, but this is true.
1: All right, just, let's, like let's, let's just yeah. a sec, uh, because I don't want to cut sure. you off when because we're getting very close to our final break. When we come back, let's talk about this, uh, continue talking about this atrocity against humanity. Is there a place online where people can actually read the report that you've been citing?
2: Yes, it's called, if they just Google Kilgour K-I-L-G-O-U-R, Mattis, M-A-T-A-S, the Mattis and Kilgour Report. It's all there. The PDF Uh, is there. Or they can go to uh, stoporganharvesting.org.
1: All right. We'll be back on the other side of this break with our special guest as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone. Mitchell Nicholas Gerber is our special guest. And uh, just go to, like uh, Mitchell said, stoporganharvesting.org. We'll be back. And this is not the last you're going to be hearing about this atrocity here on this show. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon don't go away. When you think of the word harvesting, you think of crops, you think of farmers, you think of the fall, you think of the cornucopia with the different vegetables and the different crops that have been harvested, and you give thanks for it on Thanksgiving, right? Well, in China, they're harvesting human organs out of people who are still alive. These people, why? It's very simple, because they belong to, or they practice, Falun Gong. This is truly more evidence of crimes against humanity that seem to keep under the radar, seem to be oblivious to prosecution, to any type of retribution, By members of the international community, including the United Nations, including the Vatican. And in this case, the Vatican is complicit. How is China allowed to get away with harvesting organs from their citizens? How come we're not hearing about this in the major medias? How come? How come you don't hear President Trump saying that he's going to form a coalition to stop these atrocities like he did in Syria? How come nobody's doing anything? Is it possible that money talks and money can block action? Is it possible that China is able to hide these crimes because of their political... And their financial connections with other world powers? If this is the case, everyone who is complicit in this crime against humanity should be prosecuted. There's no excuse for this. My guest this hour is Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. He's an entrepreneur and activist from Johannesburg, South Africa, who has dedicated over 17 years to help expose one of the most brutal persecutions of human rights atrocities in modern history. The communist regime in China has mandated forced live organ harvesting of hundreds of thousands. Now, listen to this, ExoNation, one more time. Hundreds of thousands of Falun Gong practitioners, Tibetan Buddhists, Muslims, and House Christians. If that doesn't make you sick to your stomach and want you to make you want to pick up your phone, call your member of parliament, call your member of Congress, call up the United Nations, do something, I don't know what will. Because if you're not part of the solution, Exxon Nation, you're part of the problem. Now, together as a unified group of people who like to be solver, uh, problem solvers. We have made a difference in otherworldly events in the past. I know this. You know this. So why don't we do it again? We need to do it again. This has to be done. My guest this hour, Mitchell and Nicholas Gerber, is doing what he can. A group of his associates are doing what they can and we're going to help them mitchell welcome back
2: thank you rob thanks for having me
1: um what happens to the people after they have their organs harvested are they just tossed aside burned and that's it
2: Absolutely. Or they are sold off to the body worlds uh, that tour the world. I'm not sure your guests know about the body world exhibitions Tell where about these plastinized Chinese bodies are put in different positions, either playing tennis or having sexual intercourse or playing soccer. And they have opened up this to the general public and have made millions and millions of dollars off exposing this horrible um, victimization of. These bodies, which are Falun Gong practitioners' bodies, and the German uh, uh, founder of the body exhibitions, made a deal with one of the perpetrators of the communist regime. His name is Boshi Lai, and his wife in China, who, were, who was basically the mayor of one of the, the uh, prominent cities in, uh, in provinces in China, and uh, were caught through evidence through the evidence of our investigators. Using Falun Gong practitioners bodies basically taking out the organs selling the organs for massive amounts of profits and then plasticizing the bodies and selling them to the German founder and entrepreneur of this body exhibition and body world and um, making fortunes off this So yes, or that—that that is what happens to those to, to to some of the bodies and then the other bodies are burned in the uh, the boiler rooms of the hospitals after they have been ripped open, and uh, bur- uh, they are burned alive, burned alive, uh, and um, and at death as well, but many of them are burned alive as well. And um, I was sharing in the last segment about the, the Chinese Gestapo agency yes. that was created by the president of the uh, Chinese Communist Party. In, uh, in in 1999, one month before the complete crackdown of the Falun Gong uh, movement in China, which became the life force of China by 1998. On June 10th, 1998, the Gestapo-type office of China was established, and now this sits on top of the Chinese government's uh, system, there's the party system. And the government system. The government is controlled by the party, the Communist Party. And this 610 office was established on June 1998 to eradicate any Falun Gong practitioner, to destroy them, and to wipe them out. And this uh, this mandated um, uh, uh, body, the 610 office was created specifically for Falun Gong to eradicate them and create a war against them. And this controls the economic, social, and political spectrums of China, basically runs China. No, all the orders, all the policies, all the mandates go through this office. Nothing goes through. No, nothing will go through uh, any other office but this office. And this office was particularly created for Falun Gong to eradicate them for the organs. So you see how this has... This is this is insane. It's 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 a it's a Nazi Holocaust all over again. Even though it is different, but yet it is something that is uh, is a new form of evil. And uh, thank goodness for David Kilgore and David Mattis and their yes, reports, that's right. and they've been able to travel around to three different countries. And I, I was privileged to see them. And uh, I, I, we, we joke that we, we, we are colleagues, even though they are working even even harder than I am in exposing this and going around the world because of their credentials. I'm just a simple activist, a simple uh, uh, man just doing my best to, you know, rally the cause, rally uh, the people around, contact you, contact different shows, mm-hmm. reach out to the people that are listening today, and just you know, target your souls and your hearts and say, listen, everybody, please what you can do is raise awareness what you can do is share with your people share with your family share with your colleagues share with your students share with your congressmen about this position yourselves on the right side of destiny for for for, for just supporting the fallen gong and, uh, and, and, and and stopping and uh, uh, this, this evil genocide against it and uh, that that's bringing dignity that's bringing honor to your worlds in a very simple way of positioning yourselves on the right side of destiny and with your help uh, Robin with your help of your would guess we can make this happen. And and, and that is as simple as it is. And as Mahatma Gandhi once said, you assist an evil system most effectively by obeying its orders and decrees. An evil system never deserves such an allegiance. Allegiance to it means partaking of the evil. A good person like yourselves will resist an evil system like the Communist Party with his or her own soul.
1: What about the people who are in China right now who practice Falun Gong? How do, do, is there anything that they are doing to to try and protect themselves? Are they trying to get out of China? What's, what's happening with them?
2: Yes, there's a many, many, many political asylums. I actually uh, got uh, to talk to a uh, UN refugee uh, who is living in Bali, and he, was, he had to escape Beijing. Many of them are still in China, in China working against the persecution, the, the courageous nature, the fearless uh, determination to expose this evil and all peacefully. You've never, ever had a following opposition to take up arms, You never, ha- even though the Second Amendment is very important, especially in America, but you never see them taking up arms. They're very peaceful. They're always – their determination, their will, their fortitude is unmatched and is so admirable. Yet many of them have been killed. Many of them have been put in labor camps. Um, It's shocking, and the labor the labor camp system actually uh, mushroomed. I mean. Blew up when the Falun Gong uh, practitioners were persecuted and the crackdown of Falun Gong began. Just like when the, when the Nazis uh, cracked down with the Jews in, in Nazi Germany, and my own family in Nazi Germany, how the labor camp systems and the, re, and the educa- re-education systems and the death camp mm-hmm. systems uh, blossomed. Same thing in China when the Falun Gong were persecuted, the the the, the labor camp system was uh, was uh, just blossomed into you know, countless amount of, 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 of labor camps and, and, and concentration camps. So they have been put to death, they have been sent to labor camps, death camps, hospitals, and many of them are still in China. Look, there's 100 million by 1998 uh, practicing, so uh, the vast amount of people in China that are practicing still have just given such a courageous heart, and admirable heart and courage to exposing this and the persecution was supposed to only last three months, and this has been going on for 18 years now. So it has been uh, an incredible uh, feat and journey for them.
1: Mitchell, you and I have to say so long for tonight, uh, but I do want you to know, and I want the Exon Nation to know, that we are not going to drop this. We're going to do everything we can to bring as much awareness to this atrocity as we can. You're going to be back with us next week. Hopefully, we'll be able to get a guest or two on with you. And uh, just thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. And there is no such thing as just an activist. <laughs> all right. Thank, thank you, Ross. All right. You take care of yourself, and we'll speak to you next week. In Exxon if you'd like to contact um, Mitchell contact us here. Send us uh, your information to Exxon at X-Zone TV.com and we'll forward it on to Mitchell. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. And one quick reminder, stoporganharvesting.org.